Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to Secret Artists Podcast, the podcast where funny people do art and have a chat. What's not to love? I'm your host, Annie McGrath, and this week I'm joined by your friend of mine, Mark G. Smith. He's absolutely brilliant. I've known him for many, many years, and I always love chatting to him. So I hope you enjoy the episode and see you on the other side. Goodbye. Mark G. Smith is a brilliant comedy writer and performer whose credits include 8 Out of 10 Cats, The News Quiz, Have I Got News For You, and lots more. Mark has been on Russell Howard's Good News, and as an actor, he's appeared in Uncle, Nick Helm's Eat Your Heart Out, and more recently, Child Star, a short film with an excellent cast, including me. Mark is a dear friend, and I'm delighted to have him on the podcast. Hello, Mark. Hello. That's a nice intro. Thank you. Any notes? Um, no, actually, no, no. So all the all the crucial information's in there. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's very, it's sort of horrible when you can condense your entire career into literally five. <laughs> That's seconds. one sentence. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good thing, is it? Um, how have you been? I yeah, saw you on all Saturday right until night. then. I saw you on Saturday at your birthday party. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. I um, spent yesterday looking for my AirPods because mm-hmm. I think I left them in a bar. Mm. And did you know that you can find, find them, them on yeah. Five iPhone? Mm. But I tracked them to someone's house in Kentish Town. So I was just standing. I thought it was in a restaurant. I went right. to like three different restaurants on Kentish Town Road and they thought I was mad, obviously, just a hungover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had you lost just one of the AirPods or the whole thing? The whole thing. Right. And I was like, oh, brilliant. They're in Kentish Town Police Station. Mm. And they weren't. And then I went into Frankamanka, Gokuzu. Maybe I shouldn't Is say this. Is this a sponsored podcast? Gives away. Prêt à manger. Um, anyway, I realised they're in someone's flat, and I didn't know what to do. A robber. Well, either a robber or a nice person who was thinking, "I'll wait till Monday to and, deal with and this." And do what? Sorry. <laughs> and do what on Monday? What's their plan? From their, they haven't got a find Andy's phone feature on the. But AirPods. did you know? So I wrote a note, mm. put it through the letterbox. I was like, "Hi, um, I lost my AirPods. If you by any chance found them, um, <laughs> those AirPods will be abroad by now." No. All right. I then realised I went on the my phone, my iPhone, mm-hmm. um, and you can type your number into the missing AirPod thing, and it gets sent somehow to your AirPods. What do you mean? So I then get a text from someone going, "Hey Annie, yes, I do have your AirPods. I was hammered on Saturday night and picked them up somewhere. Do you want to meet and I'll give them back to you?" That's a trap. Yeah, it's either a murderer or you're my future get, husband. You're getting tricked. And it's trapped. not. Tricked and raped, did you say? Tricked and trapped. My <laughs> God. Just for clarity, listener, it is 10am on a Monday and Annie's bringing 
that sort of horrible um, content into isn't it. Isn't that a sort of Christmas miracle, though? Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do think you should get the AirPods back first. Yeah. Before calling it a miracle, as I say, it could <laughs> okay. be, it could be a trap. Yeah, I was so excited. I spent all day just wandering around in the rain, thinking my I, my AirPods are within a meter of me, but I can't get to them. I, I left my left. AirPod. Yeah. Yeah. Like Van Gogh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in preparation for the podcast. I left my I, I left my left AirPod uh, in an airport. I dropped it and realised left it in an airport in mm. St Lucia. And then uh, when I got home, I was going to find my thing. No. And then, like, my right one was here. My left one was. So did you fly back on the map? Flew back. Yeah. Yeah. Got to no, get that right ear. Left it. Just left, left it. Left it. Left it. I'm just checking it's recording, and it is. Good. Do you consider yourself to be an artist? I don't really know. I've known you for many, many years, mm. but we've never sort of got together and done a painting. No, weird, isn't it? Yeah. I've never done this no. with anybody. Have you drawn before? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, would I consider myself an artist? I wouldn't consider myself an artist in any shape or form when it comes to physically yeah, uh, creating art. a picture of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, artist is quite broad, isn't it? Yeah, comedy is art. Uh, yeah. Discuss. Well, a lots of lots of comedy <laughs> is not art, <laughs> yeah. and lots of comics that we know, yeah, and definitely not artists. Go on, but name, they do exist. Name who you're thinking of now. <laughs> no, I can't because uh, they would be upset. Okay. Um, but you know what I mean. There are people that really care and think very deeply about things, and then there are others that don't, and that's fine. You're allowed. You're allowed to do that. Because yeah. Comedy can be super disposable yeah. and still valuable, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't think, no. In terms of this sort of thing, you know, we've got these paints in front of us, we've got mm -hmm. charcoal. No, definitely <laughs> it's not a no an artist. It's a, it's a very firm no, um, in a good way. I'm excited about, well, can you explain for the listener what you've brought in? I bought my son, Louis. Uh, who's <laughs> he looks <silent>. different. <laughs> I bought, a, uh, I bought a, a video camera. My dad's old video camera from oh. the early 90s. I was very young. And uh, I remember him having it on holidays. Um, it's a, a JVC Super VHS GRS70. JVC, former sponsors of Arsenal Football Club. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's all, it's all connected. <laughs> I'll give you the details there. So if you want to uh, Google it and see what it is I'm trying to draw, because you won't be able to guess what it is from the drawing, you see. Okay, so I'm going to start know. drawing while you're Is that what we do? We just, yeah. we just crack on, do we? But I want you to carry on talking. Um, and I brought it in because I think it's... Uh, I'm getting, sort of, as I get older, I'm feeling much more nostalgic, and I'm finding myself drawn to physical media again. So. Yeah. You know, 35 millimeter film cameras and, and video cameras and stuff so like that. So have you used this? Yeah, I have. I've tried to. Um, I don't think it's working properly. Uh, You've also gone back to disposable cameras? Uh, not disposable. I, I, I used one for a recent trip to... Already, that looks really good, Annie. Do you think? Yeah. I've just done a sort of circle in pencil. No, I know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went to Disneyland Paris, me and the family. Oh. And I thought, well, I'll, I'll get a disposable camera at the airport. Twenty-four pounds. Yeah. No. Yes. They used to be five ninety-nine in boots. Yeah, and that, and then fifteen quid to develop it. Yeah. It's expensive for twenty-four shots or whatever. But I do like having the printouts because now it's all Instagram, and you never have any sort of physical memories. Oh my God, honey, that's so true. Thank you. I didn't. Know I don't this think anyone's so ever profound. said that before. <laughs> It's all online. I've never thought that uh, in this day and age of social media, it's actually making us less social. Yes, media. thank you. Yeah. See, he is an artist. Really smart. 
Um, Who were you thinking of when, when we talked about No. <laughs> I've not left enough space for half of the camera, but maybe I'll just oh, do is... a segment of it. Yeah. Are okay. you going to try and fit it all in? What? That's what she said. Come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> it wasn't a dick thing, but it does look not it's getting similar there. to a dick. Um, it's quite phallic, this end bit. I, I think that's speaking far more about you. Sorry, I was pointing at your dick. <laughs> right, yes. No. Uh, I, but I just think there's something very beautiful about these really sort of uh, quite brutal yeah. um, analogue things. Something that's... You, you look at the footage of it now, it, it basically looks awful. It doesn't look much better than Super 8 or something. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, when you say know. Super 8, I don't, know. I don't know much about video cameras. Super 8 is like the... Before I was born, I guess in the 70s and 80s and hundreds stuff, they, they, they had these, ago. hundreds of years ago, they had like these, it's what like Spielberg used to shoot oh, when yeah. he was a kid. Okay. And it's like this camera that would have like a little handheld thing on it. Yeah. And, and sort of, uh, I guess, eight millimeter film. I guess that's why they call it Super 8. And they Is that just, what Blair Witch Project would be? No. What's that? <laughs> that would be something like this, I guess. Okay. I don't I remember know. when that was like really radical and it was like, yeah. it's a shaky camera. Yeah. And Groundbreaking then, though. Yeah. Nice. Do you know what? That, that film... It's the first film that ever absolutely really got to me before it even got released. I, I bought so much into... I believed it was real. I didn't know it was... Really? Because all the all the hype was about, oh, there's this found footage of these kids that went missing in the woods. Yeah. And there was a website, and, and that had never really happened. But people mm. had, as promo, done a website. I've not even started yet, Annie. I've been too busy talking. And, and you're, That's you're all right. I'm multitasking. Um, I remember being... Expecting to be absolutely terrified by it because I hate horror films and I'm very easily scared, but didn't find it that scary. Did you not? No. I think I got, um, yeah, I, I was done early doors. Yeah. What Lies Beneath, however, Come on. scared me. No, it didn't. It did. No, no. I couldn't have a bath for about 10 years after that. Is that your excuse? <laughs> no, I did. I had a shower this morning in preparation. Have you got any favourite artists, Mark? Um... I like Lowry a lot. Oh, yeah, I like Lowry. Yeah, big fan of Lowry. Um, Quite bleak. Very bleak. I think I'm sort of, I'm relatively northern compared to you. I'm not really, I'm from the Midlands. but You're from Derby, which is more north than Hampstead, I suppose. Well, that's why I said relatively. Yeah. Um, And I think, I don't know, something does resonate about being from a bit further up north where you've got the the factories and the sort of heart of the Industrial Revolution and the miners and things. And I think it's... There's something there, but also just the art style itself, I think, is uh, is great. Yeah, really I like, like his sort of landscapes, and he's got lots of little people in them as well. Yeah, and it's something you can look at. And this sounds quite hackneyed, I think, but you can sort of uh, see something different every time. Yeah. And with his, it's quite literal because there's so much going on that you can't take it all in at once. Yeah. But I imagine if you had, you know, a proper Larry, people coming in from the factory or whatever. Yeah. I think that would be something you could get something out of. Definitely. For 20 years, you know. I just think looking at it every day. You're the first person to have said Lowry is their favourite artist on the podcast. Um, what do you normally get? A lot of David Shrigley because comedians tend to be quite drawn to yeah. that style that's quite yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of silly and funny and childlike. Right. But I, I prefer Lowry as an answer. Okay. <laughs> Did you tell them that? Yeah, I do it? judge everyone's answers. <laughs> Yeah, I know you do. You say you don't, but... I don't say I don't. I say I do. I'm wondering whether to use charcoal, because it is black. Do we have an option, then? You you, you don't make me do anything. Oh, I'm going to yeah force you to... Do... No, you can do whatever you like. 
I have put out an entire palette of sort of multicolored paints, but I don't think I'm going to be able to do, use those. Anymore. You don't have to use them. You could use. I've got some willow charcoal in here, which I think just means it's sort of quite light. You know, the thin light. Yeah, yeah. Oh, opposite, it's fat. <laughs> do you think this is an interesting thing for me to have picked a video camera? At I all? do. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's there's no life to it, right? I guess I listen to I listen to a lot of your episodes, but the most recent one I listened to was Luke Kempner. Yeah. And picking someone like Mikel Arteta, mm-hmm. I think is surely more interesting, isn't it? Something with life behind it. No, I think there's something quite, as you say, beautiful about this thing that's a, it's, it's dead, but it brings things to life, you know? He's walked out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and rightly so. Um, but obviously I prefer Mikel Arteta, given my... Um, Your strong, uh, my strong allegiance to North London and we're top of the league. Were you born in North London? Yeah, the Royal Free Hospital. I was born in uh, Nottingham. Oh, yeah. I was born in Nottingham, three o'clock on a Saturday, would you believe? I do believe Football that. Football man. Yeah. That's what they call me. Your poor mother couldn't go to the uh, Derby County game that day. No. <laughs> no, she couldn't. <laughs> Why didn't you, you support Forrester? Yeah. <laughs> Well, because I don't think you support the team that you were born closest to. I think it's where you were raised, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. And I lived. I lived for the first chunk. I've started with charcoal, but I'm not... I might go mixed media. I might use some paint as well. I actually don't mind my outline here. Yeah, I like it. I think we've got somewhere. You've done a line drawing. It's very nice. Is that what you call that? Yeah. We've done sort of the outside and you've not used many marks, but every mark is important. So did you do, you didn't do art at uni, did you? I did an art foundation course at Camberwell. Right, right. For Leeds, where I did English and theatre, and that's where we met. Oh, you've smudged your picture by accident. No, that's intentional. Right. <laughs> that looks good then, in that case. <laughs> I was also just wiping my finger, trying to get the black off it. Right. But we can say that's intentional. Yours is better than mine. <laughs> Stop worrying about what I'm, I'm doing. I'm worried about it. I'm actually... If I was to stop now, I'd be impressed. That's better than I thought I'd be able to do. It's great. I like it. You could do... I've got more paper if you want to do sort of lots of different ones. No, he doesn't want to do that. What? No, I'm happy with this. I like this. I'm going to continue with it and just sort of, yeah, put my stamp on it if you don't mind. Yeah, I I don't mind at all. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mark. Yes. You have just co-written a show and directed and directed a show called Dial F for Football with yes. Rhys James yes can you talk to me about it um, yeah uh, so sort of the last five or six years my and I'm doing uh, sort of air quotes here mm-hmm. career yeah <laughs> end air quotes I'm sorry your bio was all in uh, air quotes as well <laughs> as it should be uh, my career's been sort of split until recently and into sort of uh, sports broadcasting and, and, and comedy. Yeah, I didn't include any of the sports stuff. No, and it's right, you're right not to, because I don't really do it that much anymore. Um, but during that time doing sport, uh, sports broadcasting, I did a fair bit of talk sport and a few other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and whilst doing that, I met a producer called Tyra Papula. Mm-hmm. And he's great. And he had already written, uh, he already, he'd already created this... Uh, pilot of a show set in a talk sport five live type place yeah um and he wanted to have another go at it and write another pilot so we got me and, and then reese james to be involved in it and so it's sort of a past it's not it's not really a talk sport spoof i wouldn't say because it's not just talk sport mm-hmm. i think it's that whole just talk radio yeah thing and i love talk sport and five live and those sorts of places but i think part of that part of really loving something like that is understanding and recognizing what's sort of mad about it. Yeah. Uh, and so when he asked me to do it, he was like, oh, this is a dream job. I know, I know both worlds reasonably well. Yeah. Um, sort of comedy and, and this sports radio station thing. Um, so it's been a sort of a dream job, really. Like if you were to, if you were to offer me any job in the world that would suit my strengths, it's yeah. probably this, um, which is why it's going to be devastating when it absolutely bombs and everyone hates me. Well, I was going to say that definitely won't happen, but it might happen. <laughs> um, I think it is brilliant. I can't believe the idea hasn't been done before. It must have been. There must be a reason why. <laughs> no, but a reason I why don't really it know just think it has. Work. And you and Reese are such a good pairing in terms of. Yeah, and I think also the the great thing about it is that um, Tyre, from a selfish point of view, Tyre has uh, sort of allowed us to do what we wanted to do. Yeah, he's he's been good in he oversees it all and he tells us if he hates something. Yeah. Um, but generally, it's like carte blanche, make the comedy you want to make. And yeah. so there's all these influences from comedy that I love. So there's a lot of Chris Morris stuff in there, I reckon, and mm-hmm. a lot of uh, maybe Larry Sanders and, and people like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And because you, so it's, it's, a, it's a sports radio station. It's one show. Yeah. You know, it's like a one o'clock to four o'clock show. Um, and so as a listener, you're hearing the show going out, but you're also hearing the behind-the-scenes stuff. So you, you can hear the producer in the ear of the two presenters. Yeah. You have the station manager coming in and, and you know, talking to them. Um, you get the adverts in between bits. You know, yeah. you get... There's all sorts going on. You get the news. Glenn Moore reads the news for us. Oh, yeah. And has brilliant. some really good bits. I think they're the most explicitly Chris Morris yeah. uh, elements. Um, it sounds it's hard, amazing. It? I've heard some early it sounds amazing. The, edits. The, the, the actual, really like, cool. quality of it is... Yeah. Unbelievable. 
It's yes. really like, I can't believe funny. how good it is. And Lolly Adafope is... So Lolly is the lead along with Fergus Craig. Yeah. And then we also have uh, Jessica Foster Q playing the producer. And then we have Helen Cripps. Who, yeah. So that's like our core cast. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing about this is because it's a lot of phone-in stuff, like a lot of members of the public uh, phoning in. Those people are played by really great comics that can just yeah. do it. They just do it on their phone. They just they phone in so you can get good people yeah. just for five minutes to do little little bits. I did it. You did it. Well, you were in the studio. You were in it twice. Yeah, I did one phone in on my phone and then one in the studio. You played a young boy called Aiden. You asked me to play a nine-year-old boy yeah. and I was grateful for the opportunity. Yeah. And then I played a sort of grown woman the second time. Which you were less Didn't comfortable I? with. <laughs> yeah, far less Weird. comfortable with. <laughs> yeah, so you've been in it twice, but your, your voice twice. acting is so uh, diverse oh, that no one would ever know. Thank you. Maybe I'll come in at a third time. Mm. Are you finished recording? Yeah. You? <laughs> <laughs> and we've also got it in the contract that Annie must not be in this but again. Please now. never have this woman back in again. Um, it's brilliant. I can't wait to hear the full thing. So it'll yeah, come out. Yeah, I think out it is good. I think it's good. In the new year, correct? Yeah, so it's. Currently slated to come out mid-January. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've, I've no idea how these things work, really, but that's that's when it's supposed to come out. Nice. But keep an eye on it. It's called a Dial F for Football. I think it's funny. I think it's good. Lots of people that you'd like are in it. Yeah. Uh, also, crucially, if you're not really into football, I think there's still quite a lot in there for you. I don't think you need to know about football. Yeah. I think you just great. need to know how absurd the whole sports and radio industry is, really. Because I think there's a lot of LBC sort of stuff in there as well. Yeah, yeah, I think on any radio station you get sort of morons who phone in. And well, I'm not saying I'm not saying morons. Absurd things. Should I not say morons? No, you say what you want. <laughs> You've said it. The now. reason I do this podcast is to try and get myself cancelled. Yeah, it's not. I still yet. haven't. No, Weird. they keep editing out all the offensive things that I say. Yeah, will they do the same for me? No. <laughs> all right, I won't say it then. <laughs> um, I think it's very relatable, and it's it's a in character comedy. In what way do you think it's relatable? Well, I, as I said, lots of morons phone in right. the director. <laughs> Everyone's, even if you're not into sport, you can relate to the characters in it and the things yeah, 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 saying. Yeah. And the jokes are funny. And that's the main thing in the a comedy. The jokes are funny. The jokes are funny. I find jokes funny. I like jokes. Yeah? What's your favourite joke? I can't tell you that one. We'll get cancelled. Okay. Who, who's the best, uh, the best artist on this? I've had some... Present very... company excluded. Oh, not yet. Okay. Yeah. Um... Who has been good? Tom Sturton is a very good painter. He's in the show. He's, He's in the, Oh, yeah, he is. He's a funny actor and very, very brilliant funny. artist. Annoying, isn't he? Yeah. Tall as well. So tall, so handsome. Too tall. Yeah. Um, what is he, six four? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, I didn't ask him. <laughs> Should I have asked him? Yeah, you could probably look at his spot. I didn't ask him bio. once. Should I have asked him? Is that really rude? <laughs> Sorry, how tall are you? You're tall as well, though. No, that is a uh, misconception. Oh, really? Yeah. I've got the wrong mark on the podcast. Tall, this is a show for tall people only. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, it's because it's I'm quite wiry still. Lolly was good, actually. She came on the podcast. Yeah. We did some sort of... What did she draw? A <laughs> bottle of Moet. Yeah, she's she's, <laughs> she's um, so successful. So successful. I think she'd basically forgotten to choose something and I went round to her house and she just had some champagne. Very around. telling that you called it Moet. Why? I think that's what a non-champagne person would call it. <laughs> no, I that's simply, how I you're supposed call, to say. I simply call it Moet. You're supposed to say Moet. Are you? Yeah. Are you sure about this? Yeah. Are you pranking me? Nope. All right. 
Moet et Chandon. 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 Because it's got an umlaut on the E. It's not got an umlaut. It has. That's German. I know, but... Moet German. Moet. I'm Googling it right now. Um, just a quick heads up. Having written the letters JVC on my camera, and now it's like a child has drawn this. Something about the lettering. Now, I really don't want this to be seen as like a arty, wanky, middle-class podcast, but I'm just Googling how do you pronounce Moet. Mm-hmm. 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 Surprisingly, Moet is pronounced with a hard T and not the a start. silent T. Oh, at the end. As is typical for most of the French language. You could pronounce Moet as Mo-wet or even Moet, but it's definitely all right, not all right, whatever. Mo way. Anyway, thanks for coming on the podcast. No, thanks for Googling that. <laughs> um, I've, yeah, actually. The rubber's come out, by the way. I've, I've taken the rubber out for the first time. Nice. I don't mind the fact that it's pink and blue now. Yeah, no, well done. Um, you have a, how old's Louis? Four or five? Five, just turned five. And do you do art with him? Um, do I do art with him? He, like, we, do, he we do little drawings. Yeah. He had a lot of... I find... I don't know if it's the same for all kids, but it's just phases. Everything is just phases with him. Yeah. So he will paint for two weeks and then stop and not touch them again for six months. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of like... Um, you know, you can get those sort of little set models that are... You know, he's got one that's a PlayStation controller. Yeah. Another one that's like an owl. and then you Like just... modelling clay or like... Yeah, but it's already done for you, then you just paint it. Oh, nice. Um, like so... Warhammer. I guess. I mean, no. <laughs> but equally, yes. <laughs> uh, and so he's, he, he, he will just paint that. Yeah. Um, he likes doing um, stickering. Oh. Is that art? Is yeah, that art? What is art? Um, and he's... Yeah, I think he is quite creative. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, but he's also quite a. He's quite. Um, Does he like sport? Not really. I'd say he's quite. What? What's the word I'd use? I think he's introverted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, he could well be an artist. Yeah. He's, he's very sort of happy to be on his own. Um, he was incredibly cute when we went to see Arsenal women play. Yeah, yeah. But he's did, a good egg. Didn't he say to you afterwards, "Never take me to a football match again"? Yeah, something like that. He said. He said that was really good. I never want to go to football again. Said, Something very oh. mature about like saying how great it was and that you enjoyed it, but also being like, that's enough for me. Look, the guy knows what he wants. The guy knows what he wants. He knows how to get it. I respect that. <laughs> yeah. Sweet boy. And do you take him to any art galleries? Or is that... No, we tend to go time? to... I think it probably is. I, he, We go to a lot of museums yeah. and museums with kids stuff, like science museums, a big favourite. I favorite. love the science museum. Yeah. Yeah, the top floor of there is... Uh, a real treat. Yeah, those are good. Those museums that are more interactive where you can actually yeah. do stuff rather than just walking around and reading about objects. Yeah, he's not going to get anything out of that. No. But yeah, he's... I wonder, is he, is he arty? Maybe it's too soon to I tell. Don't know, but I think, I think you could tell if he was definitely by this point. Mm. But I think it's impossible to say if he's definitely not. I guess he would do some sort of drawing at school, does he? Yes. Speaking of which, my yeah. picture's not really coming together anymore the way I hoped. I like it. I like that you've done the JVC. I haven't done any sort of detail like that yet. Should I not? Is that is that quite a lame thing to have done? No, it's good. Is it? Because it does say JVC on it. No, I know it does, but you haven't done it. 
Yeah, but only because I've... Have you ever told anyone on... Who's on the worst piece of art on this? Sunil Patel. I've said, <laughs> I've said that on another episode and I felt immediately guilty what, about it. Was the one not that guilty? Because you just said it again. I know. What did he draw? <laughs> a plant. A plant. Have you got a picture of it? <laughs> Probably. I do feel Sunil's mean. in the show, by the way. Everyone you've Sunil mentioned so far is, is in the show. He's really the, talented. Though I love football. Yeah, he's great. But his talents don't necessarily lie in the fine art world. I disagree. Let me show Having you not picture. seen it. Actually, to be fair to him, there's something nice about it. I like it. It's not awful, actually. I like it. Suno, if you're listening, I think it's really good, man. Don't zoom in, though. <laughs> Zooming in doesn't do it any favours. <laughs> I think it's a nice piece of art to it's look at. It's good like a, that, but it's a like a, a sort of thumbnail image. I'd have that in my house. What's the last exhibition you went to? I went to a, um, a rap photo mm. um, exhibition. I think it was last year. It's quite a while ago now. Yeah. I don't get time anymore, Anne. And it was uh, just sort of photos of sort of birth of rap culture. Nice. Um, mainly in America, but then a lot of stuff from here as well. So You love hip hop. It is, yeah. Famously. Yeah, I do. I do like it. So that's probably the last thing I went to. Mm. The best thing I went to, is that the next question? Yeah. What's cool. the best thing you've ever been to? The, the best art thing I ever went to was, um, it was Leonardo da Vinci. And it was his... I've heard of him. Yeah. He's... Um, <laughs> He's in Killers of the Flower Moon. He's in loads of stuff. Yeah. Uh, she's one was it was all about his um, anatomical drawings. Oh uh, yeah, nice. Because um, you know he used to like borrow bodies, cadavers, mm. dead bodies, and then split them open and have a look, and then do drawings of them. And no one in science really knew anything about how bodies worked. It's and so, so he was cool that artists so much were like it. really important yeah. for, for science back then. Now it's like. No one needs us. Like, there's drawings that he's done. I don't And the drawings are obviously amazing because yeah. he's a pretty good artist. Mm. But people didn't really know how it worked when, when women were pregnant, how it worked. And people thought yeah. it was like a little nut that grew. Yeah. Like a flower. And then you see his drawings and it's like, it's not accurate by today's standards, but it's still like this, this little tiny baby is in a, like a sack. Wait, what? <laughs> and and it's just, no one really knew this stuff and he, he he would draw hands with these veins and then he'd speculate that the veins were doing stuff that they didn't understand yeah he was so far ahead of the curve but anyway this this um this exhibition first I saw it in the Queen's no I saw it in Edinburgh first then I saw it again at the Queen's Gallery in London about a year later yeah but it was a really truncated version of it it didn't have the full thing but it was amazing thanks for asking that question about what was the best no, I, I um, thank you for answering it. Um, did you ever see Ron Muick's exhibition in Edinburgh? Do you know his stuff? Who is that? I don't know who that is. He does like super realistic sculptures, but they're quite weird. Like okay. there'll be either like two tiny old people in bed, but they look so real. Let me show you. I feel like you'd be quite into his stuff. I do. I find photorealistic stuff amazing and also quite disturbing. Yeah, they are quite disturbing. See their sculptures. Oh yeah, I know who that oh, is. He's Australian. I do um, recognise that, yeah. Yeah, so they're either like a massive head that just looks really real. How massive are we talking? Uh, that looks big to me. Well, I know, but it's impossible to say, isn't it? Because there's no scale. <laughs> it looks big just, to you. It's like human I just head. remembered how I nearly bought an ironing board for a doll's house once because I forgot to check <laughs> the dimensions. Because <laughs> in the pictures, everything looks big. Yeah, so but you haven't learned your lesson because you just said a second ago. <laughs> That head looks... It's it does look big, Anne. What do you mean by it looks big? There's no scale. It's a, it's a head. It's it doesn't a head. say how big it is. That could be sort of 20 centimetres. Okay, so that's why I'm asking the question. 
How big is it? That's really big because there's a person sitting next to it for scale. Okay, so that must so be that's like what I'm after. 20 foot or something. We'll click it so we can have a look. It's the biggest size I can think of. <laughs> but then the person could be really small, so. Yeah. Uh, or really big. Okay. Yeah. That's bigger than uh, that's bigger than human, isn't it? Do you like that sort of thing? Yeah, I do like that sort of thing, yeah. I thought you would. Oh, here we go. Size. That means nothing to me. I, um, 255 inches. What's that? <laughs> I have no idea. Who's who works in inches Madness. in this day and age? Madness. I know uh, what thirty centimeters looks like, and that's about it. Ruler stuff. Yeah, ruler stuff. Uh, the I like photorealism. Uh, there's an artist called Davis Cohn. Oh yeah. Who's um, he is hyper realistic, mm-hmm. um, and he does these sort of mid a lot of sort of midwestern American sort of movie theatres, exteriors yeah. and stuff, and, and, you know, old Buicks and stuff in the Are foreground. Are they paintings? Yeah. Whoa. And they're unbelievable. And he does stuff like the way he'll do, like, lens flare off a a passing brake light of a car. Yeah. And it's like, how, I don't understand how you do this. Very nostalgic stuff. I like those. Yeah, and I think it's, like, really relevant now because a lot of those towns are sort of dead. Yeah. And it feels like it's a hark back to the golden age of America. Yeah, they're really vibrant and beautiful. I mean, yeah, you never you never know that's not a photo, right? I mean, I don't. Yeah, know if it that's looks a good like a thing photo. Or a bad thing, but the talent involved is is incredible. Yeah, the reflections off the cars are amazing. What I haven't asked you is, do you own any art apart from your son Louis's work? Uh, yeah, we have a couple of um, original David Hockney prints of oh, nice. drawings. One's a, a woman in a castle, princess in a castle. And yeah. the one is, uh, they're very abstract and very odd. They're just sort of line drawings. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. He's another northerner. Yeah. But I like I like him a lot. Um, I have quite a few, I guess this is the same category. I have quite a few uh, original film posters. I'm really into that. I'm really into films. Yeah. I'm nerd heavy when it comes to that. But I've got, my wife bought me... Um, an original print of an old Shining poster. Oh, nice. And it's like, if you know the Shining posters, there's the uh, yellow one with that really haunting face in the middle. Mm. But it's like a number, it's like one of 300 or something. And it's, I think it's quite expensive. But it's... You're going to sell it? It's great. Oh, yeah, that it's one. Very haunting stuff. The face in yeah. the the. In the T of the the, yeah. Yeah, that's really nice. I mean, terrifying. It's terrifying. It was in our lounge for a bit. And then as Louis was getting older, I thought, actually, that's it's probably not a good thing for a really child to be looking scary. at every day. Yeah, but I think it's, yeah, I, I don't know. I just Is that one of your favourite films? It is my favourite film. Is it? That and Jaws. <laughs> you love scary films. They're not scary. Oh, I guess they are. I've not seen The Shining. I'm too scared. You've not seen The Shining? No. Because you're, because you're too scared? Yeah, I don't like horror films. I, yeah, the thing is, I think you watch something enough times and obviously it's no longer scary and I don't really see it as a horror film anymore, but I think I would recommend it to everybody. I think it's great. I think it's one of the most unnerving films. In a yeah. really amazing I, way to draw that out of somebody. Okay. Try it, watch it. Don't watch it on your own, don't watch it at night. If if being scared is the issue. It is the issue. What's um, the scariest film you've seen and, and enjoyed? Or are you just sort of like flat out, no? I'm scared of anything unless there's like a big alien or creature that you see. Like in Signs, I found that sort of scary and then suddenly there's just like a weird little alien you're like, well, this is absolute dog. Well, this is why... 
Alien is, is great, isn't it? Because you don't really see it for a long time. Yeah, soon, yeah, that's what I'm scared of. All the sort of the unknown. The psychological terror. Yeah, because your mind will make it ten times worse. Yeah, exactly. And I find it scarier watching it at home than watching it in the cinema. Because in the cinema, even though it's on a bigger screen, you can leave the place you've seen it. Whereas if you watch stuff at home that's scary, it's... Oh, wait, so you by association you're scared of... Yeah. No. Yeah, I get really scared. Well, so you see something so awful that you then associate ever where you watched it, you're now scared of. <laughs> I just think it's easier psychologically to leave the place where you've seen the scary thing than if you watch the scary thing at home. No, but the cinema is far scarier because you, you are completely immersed. There's no, in the cinema, you're not having that thing where your phone sort of goes off and you answer it. Or, yeah, you know, I suppose. You don't have any of that. Some people do. Well, they're maniacs and they mustn't be allowed in the theatre. I, yeah. um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Something about the cinema. I get scared in the cinema even when it's not a scary film, though. Like, I don't Someone really... might get you from behind you yeah. and garrote you. I always think about that. Because I've been to the cinema by myself once, I think. What? And it was in the daytime and it was not a scary film. It was, in fact, The Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah. That was quite a good film to see by yourself. But I did think, mm, I hope the man doesn't murder me. But then that's yeah. just like <laughs> that's being a woman. A, a gen- yeah, general feeling, isn't it? Yeah. It would be good if no one murdered well, me. I really hope today's not the day I get murdered. Yeah. I, I go to the cinema on my own a lot. Yeah, male privilege. What are you talking about? That's not... That's not <laughs> cinema isn't like a hotbed of crime, I think, as far as I know. It should be. It's right. such a good time to get people. So this is the problem, is that you're, you're coming at it from a criminal's point of view. So you're yeah. thinking, what if everyone thought like me? Maybe I'm the criminal. Yeah, exactly. I do get a bit disturbed when you know the person comes in to check that you're not sitting in the wrong seat or whatever and they come yeah. in every half an hour if I catch them in the corner of my eye I think ah this is it yeah this is the murderer see you get scared too is that a um, a favourite pastime going to the cinema by yourself like yeah. do you prefer going by yourself to win oh, 100% people? 100% you can't talk anyway so what's the point of being with someone because I like the sort of shared experience and being able to chat about it after. But you can, t- you can chat, you can still do that. Quick fire round. Oil or watercolour? What? Oil or watercolour? Uh, I'm not thirsty, thank you. Portrait or landscape? Landscape. Can you separate the art from the artist? Uh, can one or can I? Can you? Yes. Why would it be different if it was could one? Well, I think, um, are you asking, do you think generally people can separate it? Mm. Or are you saying, can can I? Yeah, I I can. can. I think so. Within reason. Within reason. Who are your exceptions? How quick has this got to be, this quick fire round? Don't mind. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think someone who's carrying out a massacre, for example, Mm -hmm. I think you'd be like, hmm, suddenly I think this picture has a different uh, element to it. However, like it more. If you were to show, if you were to show me a painting and not tell me who it was, yeah. I can appreciate the painting. And then I say, by the way, they did a massacre. Yeah, I'll be like, oh fuck! Well, I've just said I like the painting. I can't yeah. go back on it. Fair enough. Tortured artist or proud parent? Oh me. Yeah. You're asking what I prefer or what I am. Either. What do you mean? What is this? Quick. Who, <laughs> who wrote these? I don't know. Someone just emailed this to me. Weird. Uh, to- I would. Pref- I would. Pref- what would you prefer to be? A proud parent. Acting or directing? I like... I do, I do quite like acting. Acting? Yeah. Acting or writing? But actually, I'm going to go with uh, On the Fence. Oh, what was the, what's the next one? Acting or writing? Shag, Mary Kill, Mona yeah. Lisa. Oh. 
Mona Lisa, girl with a pearl earring, son of man. Shag Mona Lisa. Yeah. I like her smile. Yeah. Is it a smile? Not a lot well, of people that's what we talk about. about. <laughs> <It> we've shagged. <laughs> kill the, so kill the son about? of... Kill, what was the third one? Son, son of, of man, the guy with the apple in front of his face. Oh, yeah. Kill the son of man, because I would never harm a woman. Which it leaves, which leaves, especially in the cinema, which leaves only one option for the girl with the pearl earring. It's marriage, marry baby. Marry the fucker, marry her. Because then you get, I guess she's got, oh, hang on, she's only got one pearl earring. Which yeah, got, maybe you could get her another one. Yeah, but then in the divorce, presumably we'll divorce. Who gets the earring? Yeah. You so that actually it? opens up a can of worms, doesn't it? I will, oh no, I'll marry Mona Lisa. Okay. I would merely shag. Shag and steal her ear- earring for the end of the night. Yeah. Hard to say earring. Earring. Pretty easy. Earring. Okay. Try it again. Earring. And one more for the Moet. Yeah. Talk about or think about art. Think. London or Derby? <laughs> for what? <laughs> for anything, London. For where I'm from, Derby. <laughs> Looking at a painting close up or far away? Is it Sunil's painting? <laughs> far away. Uh, close up. Of course close up. Yeah. What do you mean by far away? Why would you look at Well, what? lots of people stand back in a gallery to look at a painting. Well, that's to get the whole thing in. Though, I always it? go, like, too close to the point where the security guards sort of walk over and are like, is she all right? Just stop oil vibes. <laughs> She's licking that painting. <laughs> <laughs> private view or view of privates? I think privates up close aren't great, are they? Depends. That's a great point. <laughs> private view. Painting from life, landscape, or still life? This is still life. I know what it... Come on. What? I'm not that moronic, am yeah, I? Lots of people are. Okay, no, that's still life. What were the other options? Life, like the persons yes. in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> landscape. Landscape. Like the countryside. Landscape, look at landscape. Art or music? But music is art, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's the best one. Best art form? You think music is the best art yeah, form? Yeah, surely. Uh, I, uh, I mean, yeah. It's a, I feel like music's, music can make you feel more than any other art form. Yes, probably. I, I would probably go with film. Okay. I mean, that sounds pretentious. Films. <laughs> film. Just one film. Asian and it's film. The Shining. <laughs> art or books? Again, books are, not, are books not art? Yeah. If they're, if they're fictional, surely. And even if they're not, I think the works of art. Um, we'll go with art because I think it encompasses books. Okay. Well. And finally, yeah. paintings or podcasts? Um, <laughs> Imagine saying podcasts. <laughs> Just imagine. Imagine thinking that podcasts are better than paintings. Yeah. Because they are. <laughs> yeah. No, they're not. I'm gonna go I'll go with paintings. <laughs> Thank you. That's the end of the quick fire. Alright. I went to see a Kandinsky exhibition mm-hmm. in um Sydney. You heard of Sydney? Yeah. It was really good. I don't know if you know Kandinsky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, lots of his stuff's well. A pioneer of abstract art, he was, but right. I liked his earlier stuff pre-war, which I didn't realise. I've got some postcards, actually. Um, these sort of landscapes, what do you think of that? Yes, I, I like that. I didn't really know who did that sort of thing. They're sort of abstract landscapes, but I really love the colours. Yes, I like these, actually. For the listener, he just snatched it off me and didn't give it back. I didn't snatch You gave it to me. I gave it to you and then I tried to snatch it back and then you didn't let me. Yes, I like these. I think he's he's got something. Yeah. Ah, dead. I know. God damn it. I killed him. Everyone's dead these days. Yeah, that's the way to get famous, by the way. Die. Yeah. That's not really true, is it? 
Well, think true. about how these people aren't famous and also dead. It's true of a lot of fine artists. I can't do shading, Annie. I'm really, I don't know how to do shading. I sort of just randomly... Use your finger. What do you mean? Like rub it. But no, I don't even know what I'm doing now. You don't just say rub it. I could just rub it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you don't know how to do... See? Nice. Now it's on your finger, yeah. You, for the darker bits, put more pencil on. For the lighter bits, you can use rubber. I just want to do this as it looks like I'm... He's now rubbing it. It looks good. I think mine's done. I'm going to sign it. Do you want me to sign it? Mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like I've let the, the show down a little bit because I've, I've only used this one. No, it's nice. I like when the artworks are um, Go on. different. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what, use, what do you mean though what do you mean by that we'd use different materials yes yeah that's true that is true <laughs> I think yours is good and mm -hmm. I'm not just saying that I would just say that and I, I do often just say that but I do believe it as well you'd be such a bad sort of interrogator <laughs> the police or something no he seems like a really nice guy <laughs> I hope this podcast hasn't inspired lots of people to murder each other in the cinema. Do you say that after every show? <laughs> yeah. It won't have done, Annie. I'd be amazed if it has. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm do some more shading on this one, actually. It's... Okay, I'm done. I was going to say, now we do our big reveal, but <laughs> we're sitting so close together, we can... Oh, do you normally... Well, often there's like a thing in the way and there's a reveal, but we can we can pretend we've not seen each other's. I have some of your stuff at home. I have a painting of yours. Oh, yeah. I also have um, some artwork from Chris Brake. Remember Chris Brake? Yeah, brilliant illustrator. Yeah, so he's a director now. Oh, he's, cool. Uh, he's doing great. He, uh, Chris Brake was a comic actor and writer, and that's, I used to be in a sketch group with him called Harbingers. He's very, very I talented. That's when I first met you, it? Was it? Yeah, I saw Harbingers. And he, uh, yeah, he's done some really great stuff. I, I own a Jaws uh, picture mm -hmm. of his. He does like a like composite stuff from the film that he'll draw. Really, he has this sort of strange, almost sort of Tim Burton esque sharpness to everything. You know. Yeah. He's also done a really good Hitchcock one for me. Um, he's very talented. He actually designed my tattoo as well. I oh really? A tattoo of a moth that he uh, I asked him to draw. I don't think I've seen that. Where is it? Um, on my face. What are you talking about? <laughs> I wonder why you come dressed as a moth. <laughs> Dressed um, as a moth. Can I see it? It's there. You've seen it. I'll show you later on. Okay. Um, it's it's. Have I shown you my tattoo? Yeah, your football one. Yeah. That's what you talk about. Yeah. Have I shown you my tattoo? Yeah, Jill Scott. Blah 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 blah. blah. Um, yeah, Chris Brake is brilliant. And yes, you have a painting that I did of you on the beach in South Shields. Um, and yeah. we were filming the time now. Tynemouth was Tynemouth up north, yeah. Yeah, we were filming a short film called The Turnaround. Yeah, where is that available? Uh, go to... So I have a little production company that I run with three other people. It's called Split Pictures. Mm -hmm. If you go to splitpictures.com, you can see, I think, all three of our shorts are on there. The Turnaround, Child Star, and... Yeah, the third short is called The Carrier. <laughs> <laughs> and that's shot up north, also in Tynemouth. And that's Toby Williams and David Mills, and it's really good. Yeah. 12 minutes it's really excellent beautifully shot did you shoot it well, we, we shot it but the two directors yeah they're very good very good um, Reese, Alex Stockley alright okay. I think we're uh, done but let's here, we? show each other our work hang on a second a bit more shading from my smudge oh smudge oh smudge 
Da, 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 da. I love it. Oh, you've done the GRS seven zero. Yes, honey, I've written all the <laughs> like a child would. <laughs> no, not all the details. But Most of the details. That, so that's me. And that's me. And yeah, I like yours. Thanks. Yours is blue. Mine's yeah, weirdly sort of blue and orange. It's and got pink. like it's all sort of interestingly. It's like a. Uh, what's it like? It's like a, a structure, like a building on a cliff face. Oh yeah, it comes down like this. And, and that's then at the, the front, you got a bigger Dick. telescope. Sorry, telescope. Stop, yeah, yeah. Stop bringing everything back to dicks. Sorry. For once in your life. It's my instinct. Yeah, I like it. Wouldn't buy it. Well, it's not for sale. Right. Price wouldn't, on application. I wouldn't buy it. And I also wouldn't hang it up in my house. Wow. And actually, I don't want to look at it for a second longer. Get <laughs> so, it out of my face. Straight in the oven. No, I love it, Anne. Um, I really like yours. I like that you've committed to the pencil. I like that you can see your sort of shading process. Well, to hold it. Oh, it's making me how's sick. It, how's, it, how's it feel in your hands? Does it feel nice? It feels sturdy. valuable. It feels sturdy, doesn't it? Sturdy. Shall I sign it? Mm, yes, please. Okay, I'll sign it. What, are you going to sign it? Sunil Patel. <laughs> Why did that take me so long to read? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I've signed it, Sunil Patel. <laughs> Sunil Patel. It's good stuff. Um, thank you, Mark. And are we recording yet? No, are you ready? Yeah, whenever you're ready. <laughs> um, dial F for football. Yeah. Anything else you want to plug? Uh, no. Go to splitpictures.com. Look at that stuff. Follow me on the socials if you want. Mark Smith stuff. Uh, and yeah, dial F for football coming in January. Should be good. It'll be great. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thanks, ma'am. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening and thank you to Mark for being fantastic. He's on social media at Mark Smith Stuff. And if you want to see our artworks from today's episode and why wouldn't you, we're on social media at Secret Art Pod. If you enjoyed the episode, you can also leave us a lovely review and you can make a one-off donation via the link in the show notes. I would urge you to keep an eye out, an eye out, an ear out probably for Dial F for Football, which will be released in the new year. That's January 2024. It's a brand new comedy podcast set in a sports radio station and it's very funny. I've heard some early edits. It's written by... Mark Smith and Rhys James, former secret artist's guest, and created by Tayo Papula. It features some of the best talent in UK comedy. Yes, myself included. It's got Lolly Adafope, Fergus Craig, Jess Foster Q, Ben Bailey Smith, Alan Davies, Lou Sanders, artist Sunil Patel, and lots more. It's really great, so do check it out. Until then, until then... I don't think that was the right use of until then. Anyway, see you next time. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Secret Artists is a Turtle Canyon comedy production for Acast. Music by Alistair Clayton. Quickfire Round Music by Steve Dunn.